0: Welcome to the second episode of Love Your Truth. I'm Sophia.
1: I'm Becca. I'm Issa.
2: And I'm Catherine.
1: Um, Love Your Truth is a podcast about personal journey in regards to one's sexuality. Our goal is to destigmatize common misconceptions and, ed- and educate our listeners about the LGBTQIA community. Throughout this series, we will be interviewing people from the LGBTQIA plus community, as well as heterosexual people. By doing this, we want to show how everyone's journey is different and that being who you are is so important. Being true to who you
2: are makes you a hero. Love your truth. In today's episode, we are going to discuss homosexuality as well as being queer. Uh, we would like to note
1: that we are not trying to use that uh, the word queer in a negative connotation, because being queer is in no way bad. Even though it was used in the past as a slur and some people are still sensitive to it being used so openly, we're trying to destigmatize the use of words that are related to the LGBTQIA community and uh, other previous opinions and beliefs about the LGBTQIA community. It is not our goal to offend anyone during this podcast, but we will use the word queer because it is, because it is a type of sexual
2: preference and identity. So we just wanna further clarify that in today's episode, we're going to interview Sophia and discuss her life as a lesbian. Homosexuality is defined as when two people of the same gender are attracted to one another. Queer, on the other hand, is a more fluid sexual preference that is basically an umbrella term used to allow someone more freedom in deciding their label. However, it doesn't have to change later on. Someone doesn't necessarily have another sexual preference later on. So what we are saying is being queer and identifying as queer is not a transitional phase necessarily. And we can compare this to common misconceptions society has around bisexuality. But in reality, identifying as queer or bisexual does not mean you are in a transitional phase. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I would also like to add, though, that some people do use them as tra- transitional phases, but that's not yes. always the case.
2: Yes. So. Yes. I'm so sorry. I don't want to add any confusion <laughs> around that. Um, I just really, I think it's like, and like so often, um, society will assume someone who identifies as either of those labels is just transitioning or waiting to go on to the next thing when they're ready. And while or like making the up case, their mind or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. that that can be the case but it's important to remember that it's not always the case. Yeah,
1: well said, Kathy. All right, so um, let's start the interview. Um, Sophia, uh, what are your sexuality and pronouns and have you come out to your family? Um,
0: I My pronouns are she, her, hers. My sexuality is okay. gay. I have come up to my immediate family not officially to some members just because I didn't feel like it was needed and then I my extended family is kind of traditional so I don't really care enough or not care I don't see them enough <laughs> to tell them but
2: also I don't feel like getting into a whole debate and so um if you're comfortable answering um so you're saying like the specific family members you didn't Like come out to like, can you like clarify your reasons for not coming out to them? Uh, Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I just didn't feel like it was necessary because it wasn't like I was trying to hide it. It was just like I'd be like, oh yeah, she's pretty or something, and they we just would not bring that up again. Or back when I was dating uh, my ex, um, like they just knew I was, and they we didn't really have a conversation about that. And then also. Like some other reasons I haven't come out to some other families because they live so far away and I don't feel the need to bring that conversation up if it doesn't happen like naturally like naturally I don't feel like I need to do that it's not something It's, it's more I kind of view my sexuality as more just a part of me rather than my whole identity
2: well said thank you
3: coming out to your friends
0: and family um how did they respond um my uh all people I've told so far um are pretty chill about it actually I don't think I've had a bad interaction with it so I'm well the people I've told I'm very thankful for that and it's pretty cool how they're all just chill about it so that's
1: good um can I ask you, uh, like, so you never really had like an immediate moment that you told your family, like your mom and dad and stuff, like, yeah, I'm gay. You kind of just brought it up in passing more, right?
0: Ah. <laughs> funny stories. <laughs> uh, so my parents. <laughs> so I I spent about a year or two just in the questioning phase, rather than putting myself in a label or a box, because I just wasn't honestly sure, and I just didn't know how I felt about each thing. Um, and in that time my parents would ask me like are you gay and I'm like of course not What are you? why are you saying that like no <laughs> <laughs> um so for them it was kind of just saying oh yeah I like this girl and they're like alright chill and then like my sisters it was more of like oh yeah I, I it had to be more of a formal conversation with them
3: mm-hmm. like
0: not it had to be less casual
3: mhm would you have like wanted it to go a different way or like did it all happen like the way like did you do you know what I'm Uh, saying
0: (laughs) yeah yeah I know what you're saying um I am pretty glad with how some of them turned out obviously there's some friends that I wish I could just like the times I told them I could change the way how I did it I when I told Kathy I was on a group chat with her and Brooks and then Brooks like texted me separately like oh you should tell Kathy and I'm like okay let's go and he's like okay and I told her it's like I, I like I like girls and she's like I do too they're so cool like
3: totally yeah cool. <laughs> and I it was like really no work. you don't get it <gasps>
0: <laughs> and she's like I know I totally understand so, like some girls I look at them and I'm like I really want to be
2: them too <laughs> No, but, like, this is before I came out as, um, (laughs) yeah, so this is before I came out as bisexual, but it all makes sense now.
0: Yeah, and then apparently Brooks had to talk to her after I went to bed and told her, like, no, Kathy,
2: No.
1: (laughs)
0: oh my god that's too funny
1: <laughs> um, um Sophia, has there ever been a time when you were like mistreated because of your sexuality or like when you were coming out was there a- was there anyone who you wish maybe you hadn't told
0: so i was very uh so i still kind of am i mean i don't care as much now about who knows but um i like i only told a close like some of my close friends and not even family Um, but at this point, there was this one girl who will name Anonymous for the sake of not being petty, but, um, (laughs) I didn't necessarily tell her, but I went to a youth group with her back in those days. Her and her whole family's view on, um, like, just anything other than straight wasn't good, and I feel like it was a very toxic environment, and me and my other, like, gay friend were like, yeah... We're here for the food. They <laughs> um, had, had bomb snacks, but we were both kind of just like it, like, it was a rough time too. So we were kind of just both like chilling, like quiet during a lot of those things. And I didn't tell, I, I, I guess I kind of got mistreated, but they mistreated, like they just said rude things towards the whole community and not me specifically just because I wasn't out. I guess I didn't, like, change their assumption.
1: Have you ever, like, so you've never felt any, like,
0: direct, like, like, an F you because you're homosexual, right? Um, I think I might have, but just, I I haven't, I just don't remember those things, and honestly, any negative interaction with someone I don't know or I don't care about, or, like, I don't, like, they're not important to me in any way, shape, or form, I just don't (laughs) remember, because it, I don't, that... It's their opinion. Good for them. I don't know them. I just don't care.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's that's a difficult it's difficult to like
1: be to get so much hate from like people no matter who they are even if you know them or not. So mm-hmm. I can imagine like not wanting to remember that necessarily.
3: Mm-hmm. Um have you ever experienced like internalized homophobia or transphobia uh
0: yeah uh internalized homophobia i kind of touched about this earlier but like i was having like just a rough time of not knowing and dealing with it because like society viewed it's just like like personally um like i had a lot of friends because i was popular not really no (laughs) um but just all the people i knew uh they were okay with like gay guys or something like yeah i want a gay best friend and then when it came to lesbians or bisexual women they'd be like no ill that's disgusting like no that like that's not unnatural and they they'd like ha- it was just so confusing and like that just that was kind of the whole view of society then like oh like lesbians are like a sexual like object or something or they're unnatural or it's it's just such so, just beyond me. And that ended up unfortunately being um drilled into me as a child, like subconsciously to through TV shows, just through the news, through like uh, interactions with adults or something. like that just ended up like getting finding its way into my like subconscious. So yeah. when I was figuring this out, I didn't want to put a label on myself because I was scared, like, oh, shoot, am I this? And I actually remember like coming home one day and like writing on my arm like, I, I'm gay like oh beep I'm gay like what am I going <laughs> to do now
3: wow I'm I just want to say like I'm sorry that you had to go through that do you I mean Girl, I'm assuming same. the answer is yes but do you think everybody goes
0: through that um i yeah i i have not met someone who has not unfortunately um i know there are some people who don't because their families are just so open about everything um but yeah yes to that
1: yeah can i say i i agree sophia i have a teammate who um her family is very open-minded about her being homosexual and um like her older brother who, um, changed, who, um, I don't know, got a procedure that, who's transgender and used to be female, um, and female to male transgender. Yes. Um, and, um, when he was male or when he was a female, he had a girlfriend and his family was super open-minded about it and super caring. But my teammate, like a while ago, uh, one of my other teammates asked her if she was gay and like very like it's I think it was because like she has short hair and stuff like that and we'd never heard of her dating a guy and so I think that was kind of a little bit like rude of my team of one of my teammates to do because maybe she asked her before she was ready but my teammate got super offended by it and like and now she has come out but like back then she was super offended by that and I think that's possibly because of her internalized homophobia and yeah so that's, I think that's definitely the case yeah 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 that just thinks um so Pia, would you change your sexuality or yeah your sexuality if you could and um
0: why or why not um yeah i feel like i'm like proud of who i am and uh, like that i don't like i'm not hiding or like i'm i'm just vibing um but I feel like if I could I would um change to be straight or heterosexual if you want to get technical because it just would be so much easier and I wouldn't have to constantly tell people like oh no like change their opinion like physically and then I wouldn't also have to um like I just wouldn't have gone through so many unfortunately really bad things that were bad for my mental health and still continue to be bad for my mental health but um it'd just be so much easier to not, like, to not be scared about saying, oh, I think that girl's pretty, or, like, tell her I think she's pretty. Because I always, in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, what if she's straight? What if she doesn't like me? Or stuff like that. And it's, like, a lot harder when it's not considered the norm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, can I say it, like, on that note, Sophia? Like, about, like, complimenting, like, fellow females, like personally like I've been complimented by like other women before and like it always feels good so like I feel like if you're gonna compliment somebody then like there shouldn't really be any stigma behind it and so like I hope that like that can kind of clear your mind a little bit I mean like everybody's different but I feel like there shouldn't be anything towards giving somebody else compliment I think that needs to be destigmatized like women like in general, like not even like if you're gay or not, just if you're giving someone a compliment, I think that like a lot of the time, it's it's always nice to hear sometimes. Or it's a lot yeah, of the time I totally it's nice agree. To
3: hear. Like a compliment's yeah. mm-hmm. a compliment. Mhm. So, like we should all just be appreciating each other and not like worry yeah. like what's going on behind the compliment and just like you know have each other up and like mm-hmm. yeah.
2: spread positivity.
1: I mean, yeah, like, I'm like, I'm it. sorry. Go ahead,
2: Catherine. Oh, so I'm just saying, like the same type of thing. Like, nicely intended kindness is rarely not appreciated. Like, <laughs> as another motive, or you're not <laughs> being sincere with that kindness with that compliment then it's gonna get weird but if you're yes. honestly truly just trying to be nice to someone like it's weird if they d- if they do take that the wrong way you know like it's almost it's almost yeah. like okay. Like, being yeah. kind to someone with the right intent is always welcome to most people. Yeah.
1: yeah, like, we can't speak on behalf of everybody, of course, but, like, I think that, like, giving compliments needs to be a more common thing that everybody does because so I think true. our the whole world could use a little bit more love. Thank like, you, Mecca. Okay. <laughs>
3: true though like even if you're embarrassed or whatever you should like still compliment people because like one time I was just having a bad day and like it took a lot for me to like get out of bed and get dressed and like go and do something but I did anyway and I put on like a cute outfit and then I went and like I went to Pasanueva to like do something and like some random girl was like I love your outfit Mm -hmm. and then you know, it was just, like, the highlight of my day, and I, like, felt appreciated when the whole day I was, like, feeling down, but then I was, like, oh, that's nice.
1: Yeah, I've been there, too, so I know, I know that feeling, it, 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 like, it just feels so good. I mean, not all the time when a guy comes.
3: Oh, that gets a little- I, I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> like, sometimes, like, I hate to say that, but, like, there's some cases when, like, a guy will be, like, ooh, like, I, like. I don't know if the guy says I like your outfit or like I think you're pretty. That's one thing, but if he starts like objectifying me, then I'm yeah. like, shut I up, up like, the like shut the f up! Like <gasps> that's not cool, bro. So I think that compliments, compliments, and a are two different things. I just like to put that out there.
3: Very true, and like catcalling. Is... Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: I, I hate it. So
3: compliment No, yeah. no,
0: that's yeah. I hate it so much. I got catcalled walking past the cafeteria mm. in the morning at school, like trying to get to my first period. Oh. Um, math, math, getting... Mr. Hank. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh wait, yeah. Sophia, and
2: we got catcalled together past the cafeteria yeah. once. Yeah. Is that that
0: time? I, yeah, it? yeah. I th- this has happened multiple times with oh, the same group people, oh, and I was shit. just like, oh. yeah. I, I yeah. didn't know. I I just was so over it. I was just like, great, good for you. What do you think that's? <laughs> what do you think that's gonna accomplish? You think that's gonna make me come over there and like? Hit on you or something? Kick mm, your ass. No, maybe. like no. <laughs>
3: Wait, guys, are we leaving this in the podcast? We'll
1: I, see. We'll see. I'll yeah. try to cut down you try all the swearing, the
3: cuss words, because
1: uh, yeah. I, I I'm fine. Yeah. With it. I'm fine with it. I think that it's okay, not I true. have very strong feelings about that, so that's how I.
2: I that's how I show my strong feelings, I guess. I and mean, you know, fuck all the rude people, so you no can leave <laughs> that one in there. <laughs> Yeah, I like that cat's All right.
3: Are there any misconceptions um, about your sexual preference or sexuality that you want to fix? Um, yes, uh, I'd like to fix that like
0: just because i am gay doesn't mean i'm going to like every like friend that i have that's female i'm gonna like be automatically attracted to you like no that's stupid no that's not how it works um and then also like just the whole how it's viewed to be like overly sexualized and all of that like i'm not like that's not we're not doing it for you i like this flavor i like my chocolate flavor of ice cream rather than vanilla because I can. (laughs) One thing that I feel like isn't necessarily, doesn't get talked about as much, um, little controversial, but there are stupid people no matter where you go, and that is true for no matter what they identify as, and... Unfortunately, there are a lot of people who in the LGBTQ community who are like if you don't conform to these stereotypes, you're like they they'll hate on you and they'll be very aggressive towards you about that and specifically like the way you dress, like if you if you're not um extremely feminine and you're not or you're not extremely masculine, like you're not gay. Like there are people who have said that to me unfortunately who are gay. And like that that's not the like don't just assume because
3: we need to stop we need to get rid of all these like stereotypes
1: yeah. Because yeah and not
3: everybody falls into like the perfect little box not that it's like perfect but like not everyone is like exactly the same I t- I get yeah. I totally get it.
0: Like hate can come from anywhere. It doesn't. It's not.
3: What would you like to see from society in terms of like how they treat people of different sexual preferences or sexualities?
0: Um. So my uh, like, what I'd love to see like just how society to change is have a word like have a word for the different sexual preferences and sexualities but have that word not carry any weight or like not carrying any judgment because of it <laughs> like i don't know just not for it not to matter like just everybody is doing whatever and just where it can be casual and it's brought up as something casual from a young age yeah.
3: just like for love to be loved you know yeah yeah, yeah. I, I you
0: know. just gotta love your truth
3: like love yeah. your truth man. <laughs> <Love your
0: truth. laughs>
1: Sophia thank you so much for that interview that was great and I, I appreciate you so much for talking about what you've been through and like I know it's been I know it's hard to talk about that so yeah yeah just no
0: you. problem yeah. I, I don't mind I don't mind talking about it even if it can help one person it's honestly
2: worth it well thank you very
0: much <laughs> yeah no uh, okay on that
1: note now <laughs> um i would like to bring up catholicism and christianity and some views on the lgbtqia plus community that a lot of people in the catholic and christian churches hold towards people a part of, who are a part of the lgbtqia plus community and that also goes for other religions as well so um i would like to start off by saying that the pope is a supporter of the lgbtqia and so i think that like a lot of the people who are like christian and say yeah like i don't like the lgbtqia plus community because i'm religious like that is just so stupid like at this point in time like
3: very outdated
1: yeah it's totally outdated i mean it shouldn't
3: have been like something in the first place yeah but like it's 2020 get over it yeah
1: and like it has nothing to do with you like I feel like I hate to say this but I feel like a lot of the people who have something against the LGBTQIA plus community are oftentimes a part of it but like don't want to come out as that like that's not always the case at all but like I feel like you don't really hold that much hate towards a group of people unless they like have done something personally to you so I feel like a lot of the people who are like super Um, like hating towards it are oftentimes or not oftentimes like sometimes like they just they're angry that they are and they're like yeah i don't know that's not yeah that does at all
0: that that does happen but then there's just some cases of people being idiots
1: yeah and just totally true yeah. yeah i don't get like If it has nothing to do with you though, like just leave it alone. Let somebody, like let them love who they wanna love. Like chill.
2: Big misconception we just want to clarify at the very end of this is being homosexual is not a choice. And not a choice. Not absolutely. a choice. You are born who you are and as you get born, born different. You're you're <laughs> born as how you are like who you are, how you are, that's how who you are for the rest of your life. And so despite the belief of many, um quote unquote stupid people
0: being homosexual <laughs> is not a choice. Yeah. Um uh, uh, so Claire I'm just yeah, I just want to say just clarify again touch on whatever Kathy was saying like it's it's really not a choice it's just who you are and it doesn't have to define you. It can if you want but it doesn't it shouldn't make you any different from your neighbor or something or like your friends. And um just trying to pivot the conversation a little bit, (laughs) um, actually the first pride um, was the Stonewall Riot, and uh, they were, the Stonewall Riots were basically a a series of spontaneous violent demonstrations by um, gay members in response to a police raid back in, so, um, in the 50s when it was still illegal to be gay, and like, uh, I think late 60s, um, uh, police uh, could arrest you for being gay or dressing um, uh, more masculine because you'd be impersonating a male or whatever. Um, and they used to raid all these places that were they expect like suspected to be queer hangouts and um, Stonewall was a uh, Stonewall inn was like a, just a hotel with a, like that was known for being open about all of that and basically uh, it started the first pride, which was just a riot. Uh, In response to a police raid, and um, it's pretty cool. They like, uh, I know they like threw bricks and stuff, and I just (laughs) think how, um, just how much it's like progressed. Because, yeah, uh, progressed from literally a riot um, in response to police brutality and um, like violence to just something where people can like march down the street and be proud about who they are and where they came from. Yeah, but like, I, I I agree that it has changed, but still, like
1: there's still some people who are just so violent sometimes, and it's like it's just so not okay.
0: Mhm.
1: It's like when, it's so stupid.
3: Uh, Sophia, like when you were explaining a little bit about that history and like just when you said like when it was illegal to be gay, that like kind of made my jaw drop a little, like just how like ridiculous that is. Like I mm-hmm. I'm still like wrapping my head around that and like I just
2: I, I got um, what you're saying, Issa. Like I feel like we're lucky to have I mean we still, we still have so far to go, but we're lucky to have come far enough where hearing that is for us shocking. Yeah. Um I mean there is so much we need to work on in society. We need to improve. But it is um, I guess I guess sort of like a relief like knowing that it's not I guess it's not legal. as
3: intense. Yeah, it's not as bad as it used to be, but like I get what you're saying. Like it's still like we still have a lot to work on and a lot of things that they stigmatize. Yes. But like hey,
1: Sophia, um I don't know if you know the answer to this, but like is it still illegal in some parts of the US?
0: not in the u.s um every uh every state in the u.s uh it's legal gay marriage is legal and it's you you're allowed to be gay but unfortunately that happens in a lot of um different parts of the world i know russia you can go to jail and like actually get killed because of it some parts of um some countries in asia uh Yeah. yeah i was watching this uh youtuber a while back and um she, uh, her wife and her went to like some South Asian country and she's like yeah I loved it it was beautiful there were so many views it was like, amazing but it just sucked that I couldn't like hold my wife's hand or like we had to like or like in the hotel they gave us two beds and we didn't want to like, correct them because we could go to jail for that yeah. oh god
3: it's just heartbreaking
1: oh, like yeah uh... yeah I think it's so stupid like just why just why like I just, yeah, just want to put that out Mm -hmm. there. There's literally no reason. Um, Can we bring up, like, can we talk about conversion therapy a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So, there's uh, there's still some people who believe in that stuff.
0: Yeah, so just a little. (laughs) (laughs) Some facts about conversion therapy um, and some history behind it. Uh, Conversion therapy is a, I don't know how to say that word, but it's a fake. Practice of trying to change an individual, an individual's sexual orientation from homosexual or bisexual to straight, and uh, it can take form a bunch of different ways. They can use shock therapy. They can take drug. They can like drug you and like, like indoctrinate you while you're very um, susceptible with um, a lot of whatever they just believe. And uh, they can use force. They can use labor. They can can just continuously. It, conversion therapy isn't one thing it's a bunch of cruel inhumane acts being performed on a person to try to get them to change um and to what they believe is normal and unfortunately it happened a lot around the US um in the 50s in, like uh, I think late 70s I could be wrong um don't at me on that but uh it is I do believe it's illegal now I could be wrong um but I believe, because it's inhumane, so I don't, it's not um, ethical. Yes. So I believe it's illegal. No. Um, yeah, I
1: think I know of one person who has had it done, like Caitlin Bennett. She's like pretty famous for being a Trump supporter and pretty ignorant to be um, But I know that she's had it done and she claims that she is now heterosexual and she actually is married or she's like dating somebody who also went through conversion therapy, who was a male and was previously gay. So I hate to say it, but I don't know how long that's going to last. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, like, I, okay, I also want to put this out there. Like, I heard somebody claim that, like, that um, marrying somebody of the same sex was made legal under President Trump. That is not true. I'm that's pretty sure that was made legal under... False president obama so mm-hmm. just wanna
0: yeah uh, it was... was made legal either five or six years ago yeah so that was okay. not you yes. trump
3: that's just crazy how recent that is yeah i know yeah, it why was... did it take it... the world or not the world but like at least the united states like so long to like do something that's just humanly right
0: so um... uh basically uh some it was kind of like how you know how our education it's up to the states like Public e- education is up to the states. That's what gay marriage had been previously. There were some uh, states before that. Where that were okay with it. And um, had made it legal. Uh, before uh, the, the, the federal. Or like national order. Of like you you must do this. Or else. Uh, but yeah.
2: It's still it, mind blowing.
0: It's still crazy for me. Act- like just to think like. Oh not that long ago. Like,
3: I couldn't do this. Yeah. I actually just remembered... Wait, you said it was five or six years ago, right? Yeah. I. Well, I'm just having a flashback to when it was first legalized and my church, who is a very strong supporter of the LGBTQIA plus community they held like a bunch of like really big, like celebratory um, weddings, like gay marriages, and like had it like open for like, I think, well, I think the, the people that were getting married, like wanted to like invite like people of the church to be there. And I think my mom actually took me to a couple of them because it was just like such a big, such a big like victory, I guess. Yeah, yeah I, that's I incredible. Whoa, I just, I'm, like, just realizing that. So my mom was telling me, but, like, just now hitting me that that was what was going on. And, like, that was such a huge, like, huge change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. I was it, just, of course, it was, it was a big deal <laughs> was because, like,
1: yeah, like, so many people got to finally, like, openly love who they love. And so, of course, it was a big deal that, like, yeah
2: i'm glad that's... your church did something like that oh no, yeah so happy your mom took you to those weddings that's that was, really, that was a, that's amazing yeah. and like now
3: that i think about it like i didn't really I, I i think i was i was really young but i remember just like not thinking that it was like weird or anything like i was completely like open little to like i had no like like zero homophobia towards it at all like just as a young you're
0: probably just excited to dress up like (laughs) yeah
3: like i didn't really fully understand what was going on (laughs) because i was young but like i didn't i think like our even though like Catherine said like in society we have a lot of work to do but i think our generation is definitely like at least a little more like open and like you know like for instance we as like Gen Zers are doing a podcast about like destigmatizing sexuality and all that like I think like our generation is gonna help make a change even though there are people who still need to be educated and put in their place (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's for sure
1: Um, so yeah I think that basically wraps it up do you guys have anything else to say Um, No.
2: I I just want to thank Sophia again for um, sharing her experiences with us, and I think it's really brave to do that in the first place. So just thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sophia. Thank you. Yeah. No
3: problem. I guess you guys wanted me to say this at the end. Um, <laughs> um, so, you know, if you see someone and you're thinking positive thoughts about them, like don't be embarrassed to tell them, like it could make their day. So, you know, if you feel like you need to give someone a compliment, give them a compliment because it will just make them happy. So don't be shy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think that concludes our episode for today. Um, Thank you for listening. Deuces.